Welcome, my friends. Oh, get that trash off. What is going on? What is? How is it? How is it our opening theme, dude? How did I hack in? I, I hacked the mainframe. You, I hate this. I hate Christmas so much. Do you, enjoy, you hate do you, like a lot of people are like, "Ooh, bar humbug." I hate Christmas. You genuinely, hate I Christmas. genuinely can't stand Christmas. It's so frustrating, man. It's Why so. Is I it really don't like this time of year. There are so many. I mean, okay. First of all, welcome to the Scrimey River, the MTG Advice Podcast. Yeah, I'm Riley. Welcome to River, your, your Christmas discussion podcast. Yeah, exactly. He's Dennis, and we're here to solve your problems. And the problem that I'm having right now is that it's the 22nd, 23rd of December, and I'm hating life. Why do you hate Christmas? Oh man, I mean, how many reasons do you want? It, one good one. Okay, it all started. <laughs> <laughs> so there are there are a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, uh, I used to live on the boulevard in Ivanhoe in Melbourne, right? Which is famous for its Christmas lights display celebration thing, right? Now, we wouldn't light up our house, but we would have come and pe- people come and park in our driveway and uh, people come, like, it was just mono noise all night because there'd be people coming and, like, looking at these Christmas lights. It was just so, so frustrating. So right? you're a Scrooge from a family of Scrooges. No, my family's not that Scrooge-like. The reason we didn't have Christmas lights, you couldn't really see our house from the street. There are lots of trees and stuff in the way. But um, And then also, like, I just never... I was a very edgy atheist teenager, and so mm. I sort of set myself up as like a, oh, you know, Christmas religion, blah, 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 that sort of stuff. Yeah. And that has sort of grandfathered its way into my more moderate uh, and more like my, my less insufferable atheism as a 30-year-old, but I still can't stand Christmas. Do you know what I hate about it as well? It's like, so, oh... Goodwill and peace on earth to all, you know, to all humankind. No, no, not just in December. That should be 12 months a year. Okay, I can't stay like on a serious. Oh, this is not a joke, right? I hate it when someone does something nice or does something kind or whatever and then backs it up with, oh, it's all right. It's Christmas. It's like, no, you should be doing that every month. If that's honestly something you're going to do just because it's Christmas, you should be doing that every day of the year. Riley, I wholeheartedly agree. Right, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Riley wants every day of the year to be Christmas. No, I don't. That that's only- not what I want. No, absolutely not. And All I right, just, let, I- let, me, let, me give you, let me give you a list of Christmas staples in order and you yay or nay them, okay? Okay. Right. Christmas trees. Uh, actually, no, Christmas trees are fine because they smell good. I like the smell of Christmas trees. Okay, they're All fine. Right. Christmas music. No, st- there is one acceptable Christmas album in the history of world. Album, it is Bing. Okay. It is Bing Crosby's "Christmas Through the Ages," and it's the only thing I like. It's the only That's Christmas music I like. That's staple to Christmas. Okay, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest with you. I do like that album, but no- nothing else. Go on. Uh, let me think now. You don't like so you don't like Christmas lights. We've established that. No, I don't like Christmas lights. Wasteful. Sn- Wasteful. Snow? Our, our planet. Our planet is dying. Dennis. Snow. Well, cr- snow. Cr- snow isn't Christmassy. It, to you there's it nothing Christmassy true. about snow. Snow is is as I, I learned recently wet. I didn't know that. But no, wait, snow wait, is whoa, not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Abandon everything. You didn't know snow was wet. Have I not told you this story? No. So when I moved to Berlin, right, I'd never I'd seen snow like twice in my life before. Like a both dog, times as a kid, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. Like it doesn't so, snow much where I'm from either. But like, and, okay. Well. I went out in a pair of shoes on my first snowy day in Berlin that were not waterproof, and Ooh. I got soaked to the skin in freezing cold icy snowy it's mushy slushy possible water. water unless you like do some like fancy chemistry to make it yeah and i just didn't know that i just i thought it was like sand i didn't know now, that super snow powdery was super powdery snow kind of is to be honest but after like, trudging around in the snow for a couple of hours i was just yeah. soaked to the skin i had to buy a new pair of shoes while i was out and about carry the old ones around because i was so cold and so miserable but no this is the thing the other thing about live i've lived in northern hemisphere now for five years nearly six years 
it's just not Christmassy as well. That's the other thing. Like there's, the Christmas vibe is like it's 2 p.m. It's 30 degrees outside. You're, you're, you're sleeping off the cold lunch that you had, right, out in the backyard after a game of cricket, right, in the sun. Mate, just because you live in some topsy-turvy upside down. I know, I do. I live in the Northern Hemisphere and everything's right. wrong. No, no, no. Christmas, Christmas sucks. Christmas is cold. It gets dark at 4 p.m. All the all that good stuff. Christmas is miserable, and I hate it. And I Chris- wish I wish we just skip it. Wow, I can he- I can hear your your fingers lengthening and turning green over the microphone. Oh, mate. Oh, the Grinch. What a guy. The, see, the Grinch was out to do some unsung good hero. <laughs> Anyway, I anyway, so it's, an, it's a magic advice podcast, as I'm sure you've realized by now. Um, mm. It's great to have so, your company uh, for <laughs> the adventures of Dennis and Scrooge this week. We uh, Last week we talked about some um, playgroup-specific slang. We had a couple oh, yep. of good submissions in. So if you have playgroup-specific st- slang or Magic the Gathering paramoves you want to share with us mm-hmm, or people mm-hmm. or anything, anything like that, uh, do tweet at me, at Stranjack, or at Ride Aquaria Tower on Twitter. You can also DM us. Our DMs are up. And we have a little bit of a friendly rivalry about who gets more DMs. Uh, nothing, fr- nothing friendly about it. Nothing, nothing friendly wow, about okay. it. We have a little bit of a savage, bitter rivalry, but who gets exactly. more, more private I DMs? I can't believe you're beating me. It's amazing, because I have fewer it, Twitter followers than you. It's unbelievable that people go to you. Maybe you're the approach of one, because you don't hate Christmas. I don't know what it is, but yeah. No, yeah, you're going to tank do, after please this. Please do get at us. Send in those questions as well. We've got plenty of, we've got plenty of them to get across today, Dennis. Um, but before we get to any of that, Dennis, we have to talk about the sponsor of this podcast. We're very grateful, of course, to our generous sponsor, keeping, yeah. it, c- keeping us in, uh, in, in bread and honey every week. So, uh, of course, why don't you do it? I, I did it last week. Yeah, absolutely. Dennis. Yeah, uh, Thank you very much to our sponsor, uh, Dennis is Great. Who, uh, no, no, no. What? Kind of, yeah, yeah, we have a new no, sponsor for the podcast. You can't, make a jo- what? you can't make a joke out of this, mate. Channel 5 no, no, is no, 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 no. Well, Channel 4 will also sponsor the podcast. Channel 4 will the best place to get the cards, cards and content in the multiverse. Easy, you know. Fantastic Christmas sale and all that going on right now. Yeah, for sure. But also, Dennis is Great. You see, Riley... What do you Dennis mean? Dennis Trinkle. Also. Dennis Trinkle. Alliance of Dennis is over here. Dennis from Trinkle from podcast, last week. Yes. Messaged me and said ultimate meta game power move i'm gonna send you a dollar Mate, we're not he, even doing power moves he, yet. he sent me a dollar to sponsor the podcast for the the dennis is great llc corporation so there you go power move get power i've moved. just been power moved in my own opening segment of my own podcast the, Den- the old so, dennis so- double team i'm getting double teamed by two dennis's here and i mean is that like 50 cents of that is mine that's true. That's true. You do, you'll, get, you'll, 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 get, you'll get your residual. Don't worry. All right. All so jokes got... aside, though. All jokes aside. Genuine thank you to ChannelFobble.com for you know keeping the lights on, keeping the mics hot here at Scrimy River, and it is one of the best places in the world to find Magic the Gathering cards and content. And also, apparently, to find friends who are going to just stick long knives into your back the moment you turn it. I can't believe this. I can't believe I've been outfoxed by this Dennis conglomerate, by this Dennis Megacorp. Yeah. You know, you got in touch with me. No, 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 no. I want to follow this up because he messaged me. Hang on, let me find this damn that he sent me here from, Den- from Dennis Trinkle. Thanks for taking my request and making a decent segment out of it. Smar is the most fun MTG podcast in my rotation. Thank you so much. That's very nice feedback. Mm-hmm. However, that is the, nas- the last nice thing I'll be saying to Riley. As a 2N Dennis, I do feel it's intuitive superiority, but I'm firmly on Team Dennis whenever possible. There's wow. a shortage of perfect names in the world, so it would be a shame to waste my allegiance capital on non-Dennis support. I may also consider solo DMs to Dennis from now on. Oh, there are dozens of us, Riley. I'm being boxed out. I'm being boxed out of my own podcast. Next week, you're going to come. It's going to be buddy Dennis Trinkle joining Dennis Stranjack on this podcast. Welcome to uh, Scrumia Dennis here from uh, channelfarble.com. 
Dennis Mia River. No, well, whatever. Channelfiber.com. They've they've got. I know they've got my back at least. So when when this when when there's the uh, when there's the break off offshoot of Scrymia River, right? This will be the canon one. The one that I'm on is the canon one. The double Dennis whatever, right? That's that's the non-canon version. Well, that makes sense. If we're recording the Scrymia River holiday special right now, that is to the, and you hope. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. This is yeah. the turning point. Anyway, let's start this stupid podcast. Dennis on it. Well, I guess thank you to both of us. Thank you to both of our sponsors. I've never had a double sponsor. That's fantastic. Your channel phone well. And what was it? What was it? Dennis's great LLC? Yeah. Awful man. Awful man. First up here, Riley, keeping the Christmas cheer flowing. Oh, All hail Bola, sweets and asks, What is the best gift any of you have either received or gifted? Okay, well, first, you thank you to All Hell Bolas. Anton Clement's been a long, long-term list, a long-term fan of the show, and uh, and I'm very appreciative of, of all of his support. Uh, you know, he also listens to Half Us History and, and, mm. and support, supports, uh, supports me there as well, but I'm not a fan of this. What is going on here? What's the best gift? All right, you, cannot, like, you must like giving... Oh, real quick, do you prefer mm. giving gifts or receiving gifts? This is a trick question, Dennis. Why is that? This is a trick question because it's obviously receiving, but everyone says giving to make themselves <laughs> look better. I, I was going to kind of bring that up. I genuinely do quite like giving gifts. But here's the thing. I like giving someone a gift and watching them open it and be happy with it. Yeah. I especially like giving people gifts for no reason at all. That's like my favorite thing to do. Okay. But, um, pardon me. I feel very self-conscious if I get a gift that I have to then pretend to I'll like. open in front of someone. I hate having to do that. I hate having to do that, man. That that is there's so much pressure wrapped up in that. Like there's so much stuff that can go wrong because you've got to nail it, right? If you hate it, you've got to be like, oh wow, thanks. That's really uh, don't say any adjective that could be construed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's the best gift you've ever given or received? Uh, I can tell you the two best gifts I've ever received. Okay. And I can tell you the worst one that I've ever received. Ooh, and spicy. All three of these are from my parents. Right? Wow. So they're, they're yeah. averaging okay, but hit and miss. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Mum, mum has a very uh, unique approach to gift giving. Uh, she, if, what will, what will happen with mum is she'll say, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I'll say, "X." And then I will oh, open so you're up direct, like, "Mum, I want an X." Well, no, she'll be like, "What sort of thing?" You and I'll say, I, "I want X," right? And then I will open on Christmas morning. I will open Y or W. Close, but no cigar. Exactly. So the best gift I ever received was Christmas when I was twelve or thirteen. I can't remember exactly which year it was. But I opened up Pokemon Gold for the Game Boy Color, and I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because mum and dad were very much like, oh, go outside, kick a ball, run around, that sort of stuff, right? And actually getting a Pokemon game from them, it was like 50 bucks. And yeah. I think it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe that they'd just gone out and got me exactly what I wanted. And I spent the rest of the day playing it. And I've, I've, I've 251 Pokemon. I, 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 like, that was just, that was hands down the best gift you I've printed, ever received. You printed from, out your little Pokemon certificate. It was incredible, right? The worst gift I've ever received was also from mum and dad, and this was uh, this was Christmas one year. So no, I'm not the favourite child. Like I know I, my our brother. Well, it might be it might be Amelia, but it's, I think it's Oliver. Based on how much money they spent on different Christmas presents, it's Oliver. <laughs> oh wow, you can chart it. <laughs> anyway, one Christmas, uh, Oliver got like a, a bunch of cricket stuff because he was very into his cricket. Mill got I can't remember what Mill got. She got something. She was a bit younger, so she got something. And I got a DVD player, Dennis. Like a now, portable DVD player. Nope. You watched. Nope. Just just a DVD. Like, didn't have a TV in my room. Nothing. I was like seventeen. Didn't have a TV in my room. Nothing. Right. Just <laughs> just a DVD player. And I got. I'm like, oh wow, thanks. I don't. I mean, I've I use the Xbox to watch DVDs. And then Mum's like, no, no, no. But this one you can like record 
Like it's got it's got you know the old DVD RWs, the one that you could, you could rewrite. Burn it to it, yeah. And I was like, I don't watch any television programs that I would want to record onto these things, right? No, no. She, she wants you to be entrepreneurial. She wants you to start selling bootlegs at the back of your car. I think. Well, what happened ended up happening was exactly what I knew would happen. It sat in the lounge room, and Mum mm-hmm. used to to record episodes of the Bill that she couldn't watch when she was working Whoa. late. So she got a gift for the family, not even mm-hmm. just for her, right? Yeah. And then she used it, right? Anyway, the morning of, I was kind of like, oh, I'll try to be gracious about it. But then it just, it turned into a running joke, like that I'd been given this thing that was no use to me and I hated it. And I didn't even know, like, it's not, it's, oh, it's my DVD player, whatever else. Like when I tried to move out, I was like, well, I guess I'll be taking my DVD player with <laughs> me. And like, ha, 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 very funny. No, right? But then for the, my, my birthday that came up a couple of months after that, that Christmas, right? Because again, there was this running joke. I opened up a big, heavy box. Very exciting, right? Not a lot of rattling, but I'm thinking this is going to be good because it's heavy and it's like it's in a box. So it's obviously like a it's a consumer good, right? This is going to be good, right? I opened it up and it was a sandwich toaster, a sandwich press. Like a little grill kind of like? Like a grill that you could make a toasted cheese sandwich on. And I was like, done it again. You've got it. You've clearly, you've clearly bought this <laughs> for the entire family to use. This is not for me. I know that this isn't for me. <laughs> So, and they're sitting there with these, like, like, grins on their faces, like, they've absolutely done this. Like, it's not... But you know what happened when I opened the cheese, the the toasted cheese sandwich maker? When I opened the sandwich maker, guess what fell out? Knights of the Old Republic 2. They got me so (gasps) good. They got me so good. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So, those are are the best two and the worst gift that I've ever received, I think. And that's, uh, yeah. And, again, a a, a pretty wide range. So, what are yours? I I have the secret other option. I'm going to tell you about the worst gift I've ever given. Okay. All right. This has done permanent damage to my relationship with Nikki, genuinely. I mean, there are doctors that you can see for that sort of thing, Dennis. Yeah, that's true. Um... <laughs> no. Um, so this is a two, two-pronged I guess attack. not for everything. There's some that like... Some that just clear up. There's yeah, two, yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Two-pronged attack. Go on. Um, or three-pronged attack, actually. Oh, God. I'm a terrible boyfriend. All right. So Nikki and I have been dating all. Let's think about the space we're in and the words you're using. It was a two-pronged attack. I'm a terrible girlfriend. It was a three-pronged attack. Oh wow. Okay, Dennis. Right. Right. I, wonder, so, I wonder where we're going in this PG. So we were, world da- we were dating a while, and Christmas came around. It might have been my birthday. I'm not actually certain. Let's say it was Christmas right. for holiday reasons. And I was like, "Oh, cool. Nikki has been wanting to." Um... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nikki's been wanting to build a new commander deck, and she's kind of like been talking about it, right? And yeah. she like she's like she had a bunch of like. Uh, like foam snakes in a room at the time. And I was like, oh, I know. I'll get her a, a Cassetto snake commander deck. So I went online, went on Chaffa.com or whatever, picked out, you know, went on EDH rec, picked, picked all the all the cards, yep, yep. made the list, picked mm-hmm. like full art islands, bought the whole thing, arrived at my house, sleeved it up, put it in a deck box and was like, here you go. And she mm. was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. You, you put in so much work. You like picked out all the cards. That's really, really mm. nice. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Cool. I was like... I'm on to a winner here. Next year rolls around. Yeah. I was like, I know. Nikki likes birds. Get her a bird themed commander deck. Run the run the same play. (laughs) And like these like commander decks aren't always very cheap. These are like No. Like you can you can build your commander decks. Like every one of these purchases was north of a hundred dollars. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bought her this bird commander deck and she's like you ever seen that clip of the kid who opens the um, an avocado at Christmas? No. There's a clip where they, clip where they give a kid an avocado, you know, wrapped up present. He opens it, it's an avocado, and he goes, yeah. "An avocado, thanks." Yeah. It was one yeah. of those. She was like, "Oh yeah, 
Yeah, birds. Yeah, Brick Benedict. Yeah. Thanks. Me, oblivious is all hell on my side. I was like, oh, like, yeah, Matt, it. you did it again. it again. Dennis, you've done it again. Christmas yep. comes around, baby. I'm like, ooh, they released a cat commander deck this year. I know she what loves I'm going to get. Nikki. She loves cats. She ha- she loves cats. We have a cat. It's all great. Bought a cat commander deck. And she, she was like, I need to talk to you. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, it was cute when you bought me the snake deck. Even then, I had kind of wanted to build my own Snake Commander deck. And you just bought me one. So, like, but I was like, whatever. Like, you tried and you, like, put thought into it or whatever. And then you bought me the bird deck. And I was like, okay. I mean, I like like birds, I guess. So, sure. You have to stop. She was like, I don't want any more. You have to stop. (laughs) So, the bird and the cat come out. She's never played either of them, to my knowledge. The Snake deck is fine. But the other two were straight whiffs. Oh, no. Straight in the garbage. Yeah, and awful. she can't sell the cards back to Channel Fireball for thirty percent store credit bonus, Dennis, because you can't sell the gift. That's rude. That's rude. Yeah, oh, they're sitting no. on the shelf. I have them, but like, yeah, I, I, if you ever, if you ever double down on what you thought was a good gift, but wasn't. Actually, no. Better question: Do you have that thing that everybody gets you? Uh, yeah, actually, a little bit. And look, I don't want to, I don't want to be too hard on the people who got me this thing. But last time I went to, uh, I, I went to a family Christmas with Megan's family, right? Megan's extended family, mm. and they don't know me very well. And like, I thought, you know, it's it's very very hard to buy stuff for uh, people you don't know very well. Oh yeah. But one thing they do know about me is that I'm Australian, and they oh, do no. know that I hate the cold weather. And so I got several pairs of thermal underpants or thermal underwear like the you know the skivvies and the mm. long pants couple of pairs of gloves few beanies all that sort of stuff so i never have to worry about being cold when i'm outside again and i do think that was that was actually like for, for the very limited amount of information they have of me that i think is actually like a very it's just funny that all three branches of the family they all got me the same the same I stuff a, i have a slightly similar thing but also magic related in 2013 or whatever whenever they released mm. it when they were they did the first uh the return to ravnica like holiday gift box oh yeah i yeah, got i, I got that, yeah four that year how many boosters is in that uh i think like five, four four or, four or five yeah, and it was just a huge stack of basic lands yeah and then a big yeah, box yeah. of cards in yeah and yeah. but i got four and i was like cool i don't like i don't know what i'm supposed to do with all these like loose <laughs> yeah. mega boosters i got you, you i got you a gift last year yeah, you did yeah you got me a, a little uh 3d printed like zelda pot that uh-huh. smashed uh-huh. it's got little Riley, rupees in it big call out yeah where is it I'm uh, video chatting right now. It's in my bedroom. Do you want me to go and get it? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, you, uh, entertain I, the I'll audience. vamp. I'll vamp. What? I'll vamp. You go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you take the wheel, Dennis. So I basically want to see if I Ryder keeps this in a special place or if he's gone to like gone to the room and he's like, God, I got to scramble. I got to find this thing. I, it's very rare you get an opportunity to like call someone out directly and be like, hey, did you keep that gift I got you? So, oh wow, he's back quick. He's back quick. Oh wow, he did keep it. He did keep it. Oh man, well, color me, color me impressed. Oh, 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 it's just falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's breakaway on purpose. That is actually on purpose, so you can hear it. So it's it's very, very clever. You got it from a French lady on Etsy, right? Etsy, yeah. So Riley likes Zelda, so I got him a Zelda little like clay. I guess not really clay. It's like. Oh, it looks like it's made out of clay, but yeah. it's been 3D uh, printed. It's got little that little is that like held together with magnets and filled yep. with little rupees. So when you hit it, it breaks and all the rupees spill out. Uh, it's uh, it's about as durable as the pots from The Legend of Zelda are. Is it? I've never, I've, never, I've never seen it. Uh, not very. It just ships straight to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it got shipped uh, got shipped to me. And uh, it is, uh, it's extremely cool because it's actually like a little puzzle. Like a little puzzle. Yeah, you get a little puzzle every time. Like that. Yeah. I was hoping you'd be like, oh, no, I can't find it. It's like, and you'd have thrown it out. But yeah, credit to you. You found it right away. 
course not. It's on my bedside table. And do you see, look what, look what I put in it. Two enormous eagle feathers. You did put two enormous eagle feathers. Is there a story behind those? Uh, no, I just found them and I thought they looked cool. And I thought, you know where they look cool? Little little, little pot. Because it kind of looks like an inkwell then. I really like it. Anyway, thank you for your generous gift. Tell them what I got for you for your uh, birthday this year, Dennis. What did you get me for my birthday this year? Stone Cold Nothing. There you go. <laughs> oh my, Riley, Riley, you could have played me like a fool you could have been like oh my god do you actually not remember what i got you for your birthday and i would have believed you i was ready to be like i was racking my brain i was like did Ronda really get me for a birthday oh, what did you oh get god. me I, I i'm such a bad friend i've already forgotten already Dennis, i wouldn't do that to you I'll d- i wouldn't get you a present but i would never lie to you mate. time for the magic slang dennis this was a segment we kicked off last week uh asked people to send in their the you know the, the slang that gets used just at their table the sort of mm, you know mm. the real once your things homebrew, get your, your homebrew magic parlance love it love it Ho- homebrew yeah you're not sending in spicy declaration you're, spend, you're sending sending in spicy slang uh i've got a good one dennis to kick us off here um uh, a friend of mine graham sloan uh, he doesn't mm. he doesn't play with us all that often mm-hmm. but when he does oh my goodness me what we really enjoy, and this this is it's a two way street. This one, right? This bit of slang because it works both ways. When he, whenever uh, you attack Sloan, right? Uh-huh. You don't you don't announce. You say, "Oh, I'll attack Sloan." I don't know. You say, "Send this one into the Sloan zone." Specifically for attacking Sloan. Yeah, for attacking Sloan, right? That's the Sloan zone. I like that. And then when he blocks, he keeps stuff out of the Sloan zone. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. So the Sloan zone is basically like his. His his area, you know, in front of him. The Sloan Zone also, uh, presumably, a rival podcast hosted by your friend Sloan, right? Yes, exactly. The Sloan. It's not very good. Don't go and listen to it. It's. Uh, yeah. That sounds like such a, such a good podcast. Name. Hey, welcome to the the Sloan Zone. Today we're going to be uh, un- unboxing. I don't know what was what would Sloan unbox. Um. Yes, and come on, Riley. Improv. He's, uh, no, no. I'm trying to think because he's well. Uh, first of all, congratulations, Sloan. He's now Doctor Sloan. Wow, uh, the Doctor yeah, Sloan just, Zone. That's he, what it is. It's a met. It's like a Doctor Oz show. Welcome to the Sloan received, Zone. No, no, not that kind of doctor. He's not. A, he's not a real doctor. Um, oh, he's a Ross Geller doctor. It's a. I think it's applied chemistry or something. Something super nerdy. I don't know. Whatever. He's a real boff and he's a real egghead of a man. Um, but no, he just he just defended his thesis. Ooh, and yeah. so so the 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 people the you know the adjudicators were like, all right, they sent their questions into the Sloan Zone, and he, he batted he them just, right back out. No, he batted them right back out. He batted them. It's all that training. Is all those reps he's done with us yeah, keeping yeah. the Sloan really, Zone? Really, you nice should be free. credited in that thesis. Honestly, I should be credited. Did in I ever that tell thesis. you this? I, I definitely um, helped it. Um, I helped. I helped it. I helped it take a lot longer than it needed to by sitting and playing Apex Legends with him. At, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> right, have you got some no, 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 don't move on. Don't move on. I have something I want to look up. That is related to what we're talking about because you mentioned a thesis and it's magic related. You ready? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to write the ship back onto the magic track. It's not always easy. You, you, no. It's a challenge. No, we do our best. Time. We do our best never to talk about magic, but go on. So one time on. I, or specifically Windmill Slam, our old YouTube channel, was mm. thanked in someone's thesis paper. Oh, really? Because, let me find it for you. If I were to find this, how would I do it? Got it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sean Crumlish, this was back in 2015, yeah. interviewed me for okay. his thesis, which was micro, uh, on micro communities in Magic the Gathering and like wow. how and how they like grow and stuff. And yeah. on his thanks, this abbreviations as to figures, it's uh, oh yeah, dedication, a special thanks to Ushin and Dennis of Windmill Slam right on the page. There you go. Easy. So you're basically Dr. Strangjack. I'm basically Dr. Strangjack, which sounds admittedly like a Bond villain. 
but that's, yes. by, that's by the by. <laughs> so uh, some friends of mine, Nikki, Jeff, and Ty, have a... Well, they're a hotbed of slang for just not... Oh, not, they're, they're a real mess, yeah. I, like, I would say esoteric at times. I've been playing League of Legends with them lately, and it's a, yep. it's a nightmare. Because yeah, you were, telling, you were telling me about this. This is the same group that doesn't call the heroes by their names, but calls them by a name that relates to something that reminds them of them. Because they've been so playing like, together for years, and I haven't. Yeah. And that doesn't really matter in Magic if you call, you know, Gideon Chad. It's not really yes. a problem. But when they're shot calling, they'll be like, oh, Chad's up in the top lane. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I need mm. you to give me better information than that. So they have a lot of Magic ones. i got a couple of them here for you. Go on. Um, so a big one, like lately, and this is just not, this is not specific to them, there's been a lot of Mowu, what's this, going around. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not, fa- actually, no, no, it's not a classic. It hasn't been wrong, long enough around. It's a classic in the making. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, what they do is if someone does something targets you in commander, destroys your commander, you know, attacks you, sends yep. a creature into the Sloan zone or whatever, that kind of thing, yep. they'll say in response, be sad, which is, you know, middling on its own. But they'll pay one mana. They'll be like, oh, in response, I'll be sad, and they'll tap a land. Yeah, The that's second good. level is, if someone does something that annoys you, and you don't have a mana to pay, you're not allowed to complain about it. Oh, that's very good. You're not allowed to complain about it. Oh, Ezreal. so if you want to tilt off or, or be salty or complain about something, you have to pay a mana to do it. Yeah, you got you to you oh, buy a ticket. that's so good. That's such a good rule. And do you know what's really good about that rule? Is that a lot of the time, let's say you're you're flooding out, right? Mm. Or you're worse, you're screwed, right? You've got like a bunch of five drops in your hand but only four lands. That means that you've got a lot of mana to dump into complaining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because normally like in Magic, screw is better than flood. But in this world, screw is worse because you can't possibly... No, I, no what I'm it. saying is either one works. If you're not using your mana every turn on plays, then you're probably going to complain about your bad luck and you've got all this mana to dump in. And oh, it means I that see, if see. you're playing well, like if you're using all of your mana effectively every turn, you're not allowed to complain about anything because you've got no mana left. Out. That's wow, brilliant. A, that's self-correcting. I love it. That's it's a, that's rubber, it's a balancing mechanic. Of the game. Oh, man, I love it. I love this rule so much. Yeah, right. It's Do not really slang, but still, I, I, I'm a big fan of it. Anyway, if you've got some, uh, if you if you want to share one of your uh, one of your house slang, one of your homebrew magic slang things, please do. Please do me- message me. Don't message Dennis. Don't message. No, nah, I message Dennis at Stranjack. Or if you want to message Riley, you can as well. Obviously at at Stranjack on Twitter. That's fine as well. All right, fine. Just message Dennis. Whatever. I'm, I, maybe I don't. I'm not even. You know what? I'm not even going to fight this battle anymore. I don't care. Jethro Harrop, keeping a Christmas here, Riley, no. writes in and asks, Oh my goodness. What, would ma- <laughs> what, what makes moves? a good magic-themed ornament? A magic... Uh, what's a... Okay, uh, like a, a Christmas decoration. Yeah. So, Nikki and I... I'll give you... I'll buy you a little time. Nikki and I have a tradition where, because I travel a lot for work, going to GPs and things like that. Okay. Um, I, everywhere I go, I'll buy her an ornament from that place. Mm-hmm. So, our tree in the other room, you'll see it when you come over here in a, in a couple of days, um, is full of ornaments from like, you know just around the world like and they're all I, I, we always buy like relatively kitschy ones like okay. there's like a seattle space needle and like a poker yeah, ship yeah. from vegas that kind of thing mm-hmm. um so i'm trying to think if you could like what what would be a magic one to add to that you could magicify one uh question just a little sub question here down a sidebar before we move on with this question i'm going to be coming to your place i'm going to arrive on the 30th of december and are you telling me that your christmas tree will still be up of course what are you talking about mate christmas is over no no you take it down you take it down before little christmas What's no? What's little Christmas? Little Christmas, mate. The gift that keeps on giving. Little it's Christmas. Not the, what's sometimes, little Christmas? Sometimes patriarchally called women's Christmas. I believe. I'm not sure why it's called that. 
is the 1st of January in the Scottish Islands and the 6th of January in Ireland. Little Christmas, also known as Old Christmas, is one of the traditional names among Irish citizens. Oh, it's just an Irish thing. I thought it was a universal thing. Huh. Again, again, this is Chris Crindle all over again. Yeah. Also known as more well as the Feast of the Epiphany, celebrated 12 days after Christmas Day. Okay. So not a thing. Yeah, it, well, here it is. It's a well, traditional it's a thing end for of the, the Christmas the season. 3,000 people that live in Ireland. <laughs> wow, okay. Traditional end of Christmas season, and until 2013, until they changed the law, it was the last day of the Christmas holidays for both primary and secondary schools in Ireland. Okay, all right. Well, I'm... I'm all right, There'll so you get to leave your thing out. We're playing Christmas, Christmas music, mate. There'll be mulled wine. You're, you're, I'm, I'm buying stuff. you a Christmas jumper. That's fine. I mean, that 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 all accepts, because I always need more pajamas. Um, anyway, oh, um... <laughs> What's a good magic themed Christmas decoration? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna approach this from the mind of the scientist. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be unbiased. And I'm gonna be guided by rational thought. Um, I think cards would actually be you get a little hole punch and a little bit of um, twine or a little bit of like yeah, a little ribbon like or something. Ribbon, yeah, like a little ribbon that you'd use to that. They would actually that would actually look quite cool. I think um, you could also. Uh, you could find like thematically appropriate ones, I suppose. Oh no, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't be punching holes in the like special cards they send out to Watsy employees every year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing. Have you that. never gotten one of those? Pardon? Have you never gotten a Wizard's Christmas card? Okay, heaps of them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've had every single one for the last like. Yeah, five I was going to say. I was going to say. Surely you have some. Yeah. Yeah, I got some. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've only ever gotten one. I got the snowman one. Uh, I think I've got all. There's one that I don't know where it is, but it's in a binder somewhere. This is not interesting podcasting. So um, you could, yeah, cover you. I, I think a little bit of a uh, little bit of DUI, d- d- like DUI, <laughs> DIY. Don't, yeah, don't decorate the tree while you're under the influence. Yeah, That's, get uh, tanked, decorate, decorating under the influences is very decorate under the influence. Wow, I like that. <laughs> very very dangerous. Uh, so yeah, little little magic cards. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, how how much further can we go than that though? What's the topper? What's the topper? What's the, what's a magic star? Or Angel. Sarah Angel. I've seen Sarah Angel tree toppers. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good, yeah. actually. I like if you've got a, a box of Ultimate Masters, you can put a box topper on the Christmas tree, and then it becomes a Christmas Ooh, a, a top. Christmas tree <laughs> box topper. I like that. That's good, too. A Christmas tree box topper. Um, yeah, there's lots of angels, right? Because you have an angel. Or a star. <gasps> star of Extinction. Pop that on the top of your tree. Ah, that's not a star. That's a meteorite at that stage. Like, uh, Pretty sure it's a meteor on the art, mate. Pretty sure it hasn't hit the ground yet. All right, mate. All right, oh, that's... got him. Got him. Oh, I'm Dennis Strangek. I love space. Oh, I've got a patch from Apollo 1. Oh. <laughs> I do love space. You're not wrong. That's true. And you do have a patch from the Apollo 1 I mission do. as well. I which bought is, it. Which it's is true. Quite incredible. Um, ooh, uh, another slight side- sidebar. How did your bids on the merchandise from Silicon Valley go? HBO were auctioning them off recently, and uh, you put in a, a cool bid for what was it? A, a t shirt worn by. Uh, yeah, so, um, t-shirt? Silicon Valley ended recently, and, yeah. um, which is a show I was quite fond of. I wasn't like obsessed with it, but like I was, I was, you know, I was, I liked it, I liked it well enough. Mm-hmm. And I, got, I saw, I saw on Twitter or whatever that HBO were auctioning off all the stuff. Um, yeah. This place called Screenbid, and like, there's actually a place you can go and buy like, like swords from Game of Thrones if you're yeah. into that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I went on, and I was like, man, there's a lot of like, a lot of the stuff's really cheap. So I went to buy. There's like a check they hang on the wall in season one that's like really cool. Mm. It's like a giant oversized check, and it's like an important plot point in the show. And it was like the current bit was like fifty bucks. It was like I'll pay fifty bucks for the TechCrunch check from season one, of course. Yeah. Now absolutely. it's like eight hundred dollars, and I'm yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm well priced out of it. And yeah. I've been also I found this at like three a.m. when I couldn't sleep one night. So I also been on a t-shirt from the show that one of the characters wore. An, an T-shirt that I I just didn't want, (laughs) and like I I bid fifty bucks on it as well. And then, like uh, I was praying, I was like, I really hope somebody else bids me on this shirt. I don't, I don't want this shirt for fifty bucks. 
Thankfully, somebody else did outbid me, so I will not be the proud owner of an Aviato shirt. Thank you very much. Okay. But yeah, I dodged, dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah, lucky. All right. Um, what are we using for tinsel? What are we using for tinsel on a Christmas tree? Oh, uh, booster booster wrappers. Booster wrap's pretty good, actually, yeah. Especially if you, you, could, you could slice them in a way Just kind strips. of like you know like a potato peel like yeah. a long string of potato peel that's actually very strong that would actually be very nice because silver on one side then you, know, you get a green or a red one on the Some other color. side so, yeah, a little bit of color. actually that's actually not bad at all that's actually that's very strong as well all right what else do we need um lights yeah lights that's a that's a tricky one isn't it foils yeah foils yeah just foils like you, you got to make Retro sure you've got your foils yeah. up there as well this is very good. I think go. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When we took off on this question, I did not think we were going to be able to land it. But I think we've actually done done some pretty good work here for um, Jethro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are plenty of there are plenty of like Christmas themed cards, or well, not like necessarily Christmas themed, but like there are cards that you could like. Re- I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna see how many how many cards there are that have the word like star in the name or right? snow. Well, or or snow. Just all the snow yeah. covered lands. Yep, you could put brood star. That's very Christmassy. Put that. <laughs> Star compass. Oh, that's for the three wise men using the star compass. There you go. Yeah, that's very good. All right, what about baby Jesus? Are you searching baby Jesus? Yeah, baby Jesus. Zero cards. Zero cards. Zero cards. I mean, I feel like I could have told you that one. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Scryfall is asking me, did you mean Bubba Jesus? I'm going to put that down. Also, no cards. Also, I love, I love when like Google and stuff does that. It's like, did you mean this? My cat's like, still no, still no. Anyway, well, we solved that problem. We solved that problem for the Jethro Harem. Yeah, I imagine Jethro is going to have going to have the uh, have have the most beautiful magic themed Christmas. Although, oh no, Dennis, do you know what I only just realised now? Definitely, huh. this comes out on Boxing Day. Oh, we oh. missed it. Cancel Christmas. Christmas is over. No, no, no. In Ireland, if you if you're listening from Ireland, oh, so, so that's six more days of Christmas, baby. Little Christmas, whatever. Dennis, it's time for Power Moves. This is my favorite segment. I think it's everyone's favorite segment. We should just call it, we should, we should change the entire podcast to just be Power Moves. It's very, very, very good. Uh, lovingly ripped off, of course, from the Hamish and Andy podcast. If you've got an MTG Power Move you want to share with us, please let us know at Rallycree Tower. There's no other way to contact the show, so just use that. Um, and uh, this week we've got a couple. Uh, we, we, we've we've picked a couple of premium ones this week. So mm. these, are, these are very, very good. First one comes in from uh, Tuppence Gallery. Uh, long time listener of the show. Yep, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Tappens Gallery. Here's a power move I like to use: only dealing exactsies to my opponent. Again, this is mostly amongst friends during testing and commander. But once I feel like I have comfortable control, I'll let the game go a few turns longer than necessary until I've amassed enough damage to just finish them off with a lovely zero on the my big life fat Cheerio, man. We talk about this a lot on top five. That's worth yeah. bonus points. It is definitely is getting them for a goose egg is a hundred. Some people don't know this, so, but if so you good. read, if you read the um. The magic tournament rules that have you know mm. have like your your the tiebreakers for standings of course are like you know you know your ma- your score opponent win percentage opponent match win percentage yada yada well, right yeah. at the end of course is you know number of exaxes exaxes dealt so it exactly does matter right. exaxes yeah, yeah, yeah. dealt yeah could I have attacked them with my fly for the past couple turns and ended the game sooner maybe but what fun is that when I put all these neat spells and creatures in my deck that also want to be cast so what oh. there's so much going on in this in this situation that I like because what happens gallery is doing here basically like a cat. Playing, playing with his food, like right? Like just batting a little mouse around, knowing at any at any point he can, you know, scrump it down, and 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 you know, one fell swoop, that's going to be the end of it. But going, no, 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 I'll let you live, but know that you live only by my yeah, pleasure. by the good by my by my good grace, exactly. And I really like that. It's like, no, 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 I'm not going to just, you know, 
blast you off into the stratosphere with with any i'm gonna it's gonna be a carefully tuned attack it's gonna be a very carefully and yeah. focused I, I love this it's I think, the bane I think, it's now, now you have my permission to die it, it, that's exactly what it is yeah. you're holding someone in the palm of your hand and saying you know what you're gonna go out on my terms i love now, it riley it's happened again it so we give out the Mark Boyd Award for the best okay. power move, and he's See, won it now two weeks in a row. This is unbelievable because I got a message from him. I got what a message from Mark Boyd this week. Well, I can't. I, it, it is actually so. It's, I, it, it's it's really problematic, right, for me because he says, "Hi, Riley. I understand you felt left out by me sending Stranjack you, Dennis, two power moves of the week in a row. He is now in possession of the third. <gasps> So he messaged me, Dennis, to tell me that he had messaged you this week's Power Move of the Week. So much is going on in here. I mean, I don't think... Is there anyone who contain, can contain Mark Boyd? Not only has he power moved me by message me, messaging me saying, hey, I didn't send it to you, I sent it to Dennis. He he's also power moved both of us by saying that he's, the Power Move that he sent to you is the Power Move of the Week. Riley, are you ready for it? And so you're saying that it is... Are you? Uh, it is. I think it is. Dennis, this is just Mark's podcast and we happen to live in it. <laughs> he sent in for the Paramove 3 Pete. Again, shot calling. I play all of my non land cards upside down with the text facing the opponent. If they ask me why, I answer, well, I already know what my cards do. Oh my goodness. He's done it again. <laughs> He's done it again. again. He's done it again. And Dennis, guess what? The plot thickens. Because that wasn't the only message I got from him. Oh. I also got a message from Mark Boyd saying, Now, here is the Mark Boyd approved commentary for you to read out once Dennis reads the, the power move. Oh, Riley, he's two so steps he ahead. Sent me, he has sent me the response that he wants me to read out, right? Oh, my God. As the officially mandated, the official Mark Boyd approved response to this power move. So here it is. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? We've been podcast jacked. This power move works on both the asshole and legend Axis Dennis. Legend, newer players genuinely appreciate being able to read unfamiliar cards more evil easily. This can help them feel welcomed or accepted and lowers barriers to entry. Asshole, experienced players hate this. There is an implication that they do not know any cards when rea- in reality all players are treated equally. I have had experienced players reach over and turn my cards the right way up. I leave them as is until they become tapped. And then when they untap, I face them back towards my opponent again. This power move increases exponentially when an experienced player runs in to an on-board trick. Right, he's played us like a damn fiddle. He sent us individual pieces of the puzzle only. He sees the full picture. He goaded you about messaging me. I felt special. I was like, oh, Mark Boyd's still messaging me. But lo and behold, he messaged you the commentary. When will this tyranny end? He's st- he's, uh, so, so first of all, this is the hat trick. Like, he's got us three weeks in a row, the Mark Boyd Power Award. I'm hating this, Dennis. I'm <laughs> hating how this bloke is just running, as you say, running roughshod over us, playing us like a bloody Stradivarius he is, Dennis. Please, Please, if you're out there, save us from Mark Boyd. Send a better power move. Send him better power move. How many belters could he possibly have? He's not going to get four in a row. There's no way he's going to get four in a row. He can't. Like, there's... Like... He's saved these up. You know, he's held, he's sat on these for years and he's like, when the time is right, I'm going to unload. I'm, I'm just going to absolutely blast off here. But no, he, no, he can't, it's no, unsustainable. No, we're going to go back. We're going to go look at photos. We're going to look at photos from when you and I met at Grampy Birmingham two years ago. Yeah. Mark Boyd will be sat there in the background. He introduced us. Like, he bumped my shoulder against your turn. Yes. I turn around. Yeah. It's actually you. It's been him all along, man. Yeah, he's, he's incepted us or something. He's, he's, he's incepted us. He's Kaiser Sozad. It's, 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 I, 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 again, 
I feel like this is just a you know this is a simulation. He's just a he's a he's a puppet master. He's pulling. I all actually the can't believe this. Like I actually please please break us out from this Mark Boyd inspired prison here. Please send in your power moves at Radicry Tower and send them to at Strandjack. Whatever it takes. Whatever. Yeah, it he's takes. not trapped in here with us. We're trapped in here with him. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Scry Me a River. Of course, we're going to do all the boring housekeeping stuff now. Uh, Channelfiber.com. All right, now that we're done with that. Um, it's time for what John O'Brien suggested, right? Yes. We call Sharazad Me a River. This is the yeah. secret podcast at the podcast end. Podcast within a podcast. The podcast within a podcast. Now that everyone who, who skips past the uh, the outro has left, Dennis, it's, it's now this is the best part of it. Um, I've been playing Outer Wilds this week. Yeah, how are you liking it? It is so good. It is so good. I'm, I, it's, it's better than it's, Outer Worlds. <laughs> it is better than Outer Worlds. You'd love this game. It's all about space. Yeah. You get to explore a little miniature, I little miniature space. solar system. You like this? Ooh, it's, it's No Man's Sky, but good. No, it's not No Man's Sky. Very different thrust to it than they're like that. But basically, like it's a twenty-two minute loop. The sun keeps supernova. Oh, I do know about that. I've heard about this. And, yeah, yeah. And you've got to explore the, the the little solar system as much as you can within that. And it's like Majora's Mask. You, like you learn new pieces of information that yeah, like yeah. unlock new area, whatever else like that. So every loop is a, little, is a little bit different. You have to land on comets. You have to explore like gas giants. You have to. There's black holes. It it legitimately like may it it, it is it has made me feel like panicked and mm. terrified. And it's just it's a it's a beautiful game. It's 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 I, I recommend it incredibly highly. Outer Wilds, Riley Knight's pick, game of the year. Go on, Dennis, I've been uh, I've been getting into uh, the learning curve cliff that is trying to play League of Legends. Oh yeah, I like you're saying earlier. Understand with, uh, how anybody starts playing this game? No, like I have friends who are telling like telling me where to go, telling me what to do. Oh, yep. you know, you're in bot with you know jungler's coming this way. We should make sure they haven't done dragon. Make sure they have, you know check the rift ward and all this stuff. Well, are they doing baron? Everybody should go mid. You should recall now. And I'm like, there's no tutorial. If there is, yeah. I missed it. It's just like a just absolute baptism of fire. I don't understand. It, I tweeted about this the other day. It is the single most complicated game I've ever played in my entire life. I, I've since been told that apparently Dota is even worse. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know. But maybe maybe it's a MOBA thing. The, the sheer number of mechanics, hmm. like all the abilities, and there's 137 different champions. Like that's it's just insane. untenable. Yeah, that's un- that that is ridiculous. I like oh, it. Well. I like it a lot. It's just fun. get get the out of what mate. Download the out of wilds. Fly around in space. You'll love it. Fly yourself into the sun. Fall into a black hole and and want to puke your guts up. You'll love it. Anyway, that was Shirazad Mia River. Thanks for joining us there, and thank you for being a you know a real fan of the podcast yeah, by the listening re- yeah, to the real fans that listen to the end all the way to the end. Thanks also to Joe Kim Karad who provides the music for this podcast, uh, and also more or less every piece of content I put out on the internet, uh, and of course the Channel Fireball, and to what was it? Uh, Dennis is great LLC. <sighs> Whatever. For, for I'll investigate this LLC thing. We, we, we might be a, a non-profit come next episode. We'll see. <laughs> Still waiting for that paperwork to come through. Um, uh, if you want to send any questions, please do. Of course, on Twitter is the best way to do that, as we've said several times. And uh, that's just about that. I'll go and listen to my history podcast as well, halfhousehistory.net. Um, you can go buy merch now as well, if you want. And we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy, happy New end Year of the and year. a Happy Kwanzaa, I, Hanukkah, you know what, whatever your you know speed what would, is. Do you know what I would like to wish all of our listeners? A safe and pleasant festive season to you and to yours Dennis Mm. bah humbug bah humbug bah humbug